Podcast featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can catch us on most uh, streaming platforms uh, that have podcasts on them, you know what I'm saying, and including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube. Uh, Google Podcasts is the, the name of it. I've been saying Google Play this whole time, and that has now been the name of it for I don't know how long. <laughs> I don't know what it was when they changed the name of the platform, but Google Podcast. Uh, thank you, JJ. And uh, iHeartRadio, among others. Uh, if you're on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. And we got merch. You already know about the Black Lives Matter merch. It was Juneteenth. So I hope if you had one, or if you have one, rather, you wore it on Juneteenth yesterday. I did. I wore mine yesterday because you know, it's only right. I was at a wrestling show, had this wrestling themed Black Lives Matter shirt. It was a Juneteenth event and like the card was 95% black wrestlers. It was dope. So shout that out to photo, That photo was fire, by the way. Oh, that photo was dope. I was I was so excited. So uh spoiler alert, you know, you can go watch the replay on uh, on Versus Pro Studios Twitch uh, of the event called Unite to Fight. Uh, however, in our main event, uh, we had a uh, Mr. Classic uh, from Party Hard Wrestling in Arizona versus uh, the Shade from out here in Vegas uh, for the Party Hard Wrestling uh, Championship. Uh, the match ended in the no contest because you know there's all out brawl in the ring, and everybody was just like, "Oh man, we brothers. We supposed to stick together." And then everybody just you know stopped and put up a fist, and that was dope. So I rallied everybody in the locker room. I was like, I need every black wrestler possible. And they all came <laughs> filing in. And I was just like, yeah. So we got a dope ass picture. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna hope that gets so circulated, you know. Yes, sir. Cause I mean, it, it's black talent that we know of. Like I remember last year, like every championship in WWE was held by a black person besides maybe two, which I thought it was kind of dope. But that's national. This is like we see how it is on a on a smaller scale, independent scale. So that's how we doing it out here in Vegas. It's, it was dope. It was fun, and I would I would love to see us do something again, like SummerSlam weekend coming up. We have a show, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Very long winded intro as always. Uh, if you follow us on Twitter, uh, you can join our conversation on social media with the hashtag #YKWPod. Uh, as always, I am the thespian TC Fontaine, joined by the nature boy, Reek Flair. Woo! And uh, I'm going to let Reek do the honors in introducing our guest here because you know, that's his thing. So, <laughs> I'm going to pass along the microphone to Reek. Well, well, ladies and gentlemen, joining us on this beautiful Sunday evening for the recap, 
the one, the only, soon to be host of the She League Showcase. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. The Rookie of the Year. The sun around which all wrestling podcasts must orbit. The one, the only, Miss Katie. Katie, baby. You're welcome. Oh, Jesus. What's up? Welcome, Katie. Thanks for joining us again. Was this like your third episode? <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Third time being here. So you are, you are no longer a guest. You, yeah. you are officially uh, welcome to make yourself home here in this uh, this young king's castle. Yeah. I think someone would enjoy that a little too much. So, yeah. I, I mean, listen, back door is open. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, Pat Riley over here. Just, you know, just, you know just, just pull up, bring a friend with you. You know what friend I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. How's so, it going, guys? It's good. Sunday evening. Yes, sir. I have a headache, mm-hmm. so if my, my energy is different from usual, uh, that is the reason why. You ever had some just migraines just like right here, like the sinus headaches? Yeah, that's me. Yep. Right now. All bad. But uh, I'm an actor. I, I, I persevere through things all the time. So That's okay. I got energy for everybody tonight. So oh, I'm, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, real quick, uh, since I, I brought it up, I have to say it is uh, probably the most uh crazy conditions i ever dealt with as an actor uh wasn't really too crazy but it's it gets cold out here can you believe it or not it gets cold in las vegas during the winter time so like yeah like from uh november to february it, it gets cold out here and then like everything else is some bullshit but <laughs> Uh, I had a scene for class and we we had to shoot it at night because it was a night scene. And it was in February, like the beginning of February, it was cold as fuck. And I had to lay on the grass for like six hours. And the grass was wet too, because the sprinklers ran earlier that day and it hadn't dried yet. It was some bullshit. I got an A in the class, so that's all that matters. <laughs> all that matters? Yeah. I'm like, and, I wasn't... And, probably something a little bit more relevant to this show uh when uh, aw's double or nothing the first one they had out here in vegas tickets went on sale so they had this uh this pool party in february at the casino and it was very cold already so you can imagine being by a body of water it's going to get even colder and i was i was out there freezing my ass off uh looking at a bunch of people i did not know at the time yeah but it was life of it's a life of an actor quite clear yeah Yeah. anyway man uh how's it going guys uh you know how we do it any wrestling that you guys watched in this past week documentaries this is is a documentary section here so and uh i caught i caught up uh with dark side I, i watched the dynamite kid and it's like, I knew this stuff about him, but I forgot it. And I was just like, damn. Yeah. So it's very unfortunate. So, uh, he would have had to see me shitting in my bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's, uh, that's not, that, that's not going to fly with me. Um, so I watched the China doc. Um, I'm like 
30 minutes left in that one. Yeah. You know, it's like you think you think you know how bad it really was, but then it's when you when you see it all unraveled like this, it just it just paints such a bigger picture. But for me, I, I just I say this in, in all honesty, like people like to point the finger to one person or another in particular, but I feel like this was just like a collective effort. Like all of the people involved from start to finish killed this woman. Like you could take Vince and you know, his brain trust. Cause I don't know why people just think he just wakes up one day, makes decisions and comes up with an idea and just throws it out on his own. Like there's people in his ear. CM Punk talked about it when he broke the pipe bomb out. There's people that, that could be, yeah, there's people that, you know, had influence or sway, throw ideas out there and he puts it on the table and they put it up together. So him and his brain trust, that's one thing. Triple H is one thing. X-Pac is one thing. Uh, them shitty crew members and the, the, the people that were trying to make the documentary before. Oh my god, bro. Those Dude. those people like from all the stories being told, mm-hmm. that's one thing. But that crew just makes me uncomfortable. And it, I can't put my finger. Bro, by the time you get to the end, I, I was so pissed because it's like them, them and the, the manager. It's like the manager, he, he talks about he talks about my job was to be there for her spiritually, mentally. It's like you're just trying to revive her career so you can profit off it. Yeah, that's all you're trying to do. You, that's you not being there. All the all the shit she was doing because it was potential to make money off of the yeah. personality. So you felt like she had to be this way twenty four seven on some, you know, on some kayfabe shit. Like, this is real life. So, like, and she's then, not in wrestling anymore. <laughs> right. And then it's like, at, at the same time, it's like, she's trying to get closure, which I get. It's like, you, you want to move on with your life. You just want to close that chapter in your life. But it's like, if you've been so, if you've been so about, you know, empowering her and making her feel positive, it's like, you let her know she doesn't need that. She created a, a path all on her own. She never needed to, to sit down with them. But it's like you said, he just kept enabling it. And then I didn't even notice that happened. After she died, he had some event for her with a, 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 an urn that was bedazzled with her ashes in it. I'm like, you you went, you really went that far? To, you, now, now, bad enough you was profiting off someone who's dealing with drug problems, but now you're profiting off a dead person and you're making a spectacle of it. Like, that that, that whole thing. Like every just, wrestling promoter to shame with how carny he is. Yeah, man, like all of this. I'm like, y'all all have played a part in killing her. Like, it's not one person. It was just from start to finish. And that's, that's why I got tweeted earlier when I was talking about it. I'm like, she didn't have no right or dies. Everybody was flaky. Yeah, unfortunately. And she ain't talked to her sister in how long? Yeah. Like 15 years. And then it was like when they did talk, she was either out of it, uh, t- using or something like that. It's like there was never, it was never a good conversation. Her own mom didn't even see her for like she right. said. I think she said thirty years, or was it twenty? Like she was in her forties when she died. So it was like damn near half her life. Yeah. <laughs> it was like me, I was X Pac talking about like he was bringing drugs on flights to Japan and shit. Yeah, 
Like that's yeah. it's like you go you go from bad to worse. Like at least at least with with, with with you know with Hunter, it's like you know, okay, he left you, whatever. But this dude came in with all the toxicity. So I mean literally to her front door. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. It's probably my God, but that's that's and it's like I don't want to I don't want to blame him fully because like I know how you know addicts are. Yeah. So it's just it's the product of of who they are. They know? just they just didn't need to be with with each other that close at all. Uh, talking about they're hiding hiding the drug use from each other and shit. Like yeah, they weren't they weren't good for each other as much as they may have been in love. They weren't good for each other. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to China R.I.P. Hopefully one day uh, they, they will put you in that Hall of Fame by yourself. Uh, I'm not going to hold my breath for it, but hopefully. Stranger things have happened. So We, we, we got we to gotta have this conversation one of these days about the fact that they really don't be looking out for people after they let them go, man. Like, too, too many people. I mean, back then, yeah. But, like, I, I would say after the... You know, after the the, the events of two thousand seven, uh, they're doing a little bit more better about that. Like they had the the rehab program. Yeah, but that but that's uh, the thing. It's like that works it's, for folks. It's always it. it's always damage control. Like they're never out in front to make sure that like, you're not preventing certain things from happening. It's like you're always playing catch up, and it it always has to follow a disaster or some kind of tragedy. It's like. These people give their lives to you on a regular basis. It should be imperative to make sure that you have something in place to say, oh, you know what? God forbid something happened. At least we could say we was there. Like the worst part about the Benoit documentary was how his son and uh was Sandra got treated in the aftermath of that. Because they're victims in this, but yeah. they got treated like poison just because of the name, essentially. Yeah. Business is business, and sometimes it's shitty. It is yep. what it is, though. I can't tell somebody how to run their company, even if I think it's bad or not. You know what I'm saying? That's just how it is. I can't do nothing about it. It's, it's really out of my hands. So, 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 Katie, you're gonna? I'm not. Gonna yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, Katie, you're gonna. I'm just forewarning you now. You're gonna be pissed when you watch this. Oh, I I already know. I just haven't had time to watch it because I was gone all week. So. I got you. Katie, Katie, vacate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here. I like that one, actually. Uh, also, I've had worse. Uh, yeah, it is what it is. Everybody's had shitty nicknames. And everybody's had good nicknames. But I'm glad I could contribute to the latter. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we have the Mick Foley Broken Skull Sessions, which I was in the middle of watching. Uh, before we hopped on the call, so uh, I, I will go finish that. I started. Uh, I started Godfather just now because I, I forgot I didn't go back and watch uh -huh. that one yet. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna probably run those back to back tonight. Shout the to Godfather. Yeah. Oh, on to quick hits, baby. Uh, probably the most notable thing, uh, and it just happened today. Uh, Brock Lesnar apparently uh, is uh, talking with WWE about a return. So I, I am I am ready for it. I enjoy Brock Lesnar very much. Yeah, they uh they said as of this moment they don't have Brock and Bobby on the table for SummerSlam, but 
plans always change on a dime. And if they're having conversation, then so look, we're gonna get we're gonna what is it like two two and a half weeks until the next show with fans? Uh, SmackDown, I think it's July sixteenth. Yes, Money in the Bank is coming. Yeah, yeah, I got time. I got time to make this happen. You know what I mean? They uh they said usually if they was gonna if they were gonna have Brock back for like SummerSlam, they would have started making merch, which they haven't yet. But maybe this week, next week, we get a deal done. We get the ball rolling. Because honestly, after Drew, you can get I know they got team. pieces out there available though. They just gotta put the finishing touches on it. Like there's yeah. no way they don't got merch somewhat ready. Just yeah. To- like it's 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 not gonna it, Brock has been kind of going for the same aesthetic for a while, so it's not it's not really hard. Yeah. But um, yeah, they, they need to they need to go ahead and do that because now that Drew's out the picture, I mean <sighs> Kofi, that might that might happen for a little bit, but then that's, that's what the else you really got? Next step. Yeah. But we could talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, that's definitely one of my topics for later, but we can get to that. Uh next quick kick. Uh, SummerSlam tickets officially on sale. I got mine. Reek got his. Yeah. yeah. So I think Reek's seat's better than mine, but we paid the same price. But I'm on the hard <laughs> cam. I, I kind of got to sit on the hard cam if I'm sitting that high up. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, might as well try and see if you can get a, a screenshot. I also don't know the layout of the stadium, so I can't really tell you. Like, if it was at the <laughs> arena, I, I would know where I'm on. I'm going to sit at. I, I would have known for sure the best seats because I've been to that arena several times. But uh, stadium, I, I don't know shit about it. So I just I picked the safest. I thought it was the safest seats. They high as fuck, but uh, I went. I was so like, cause you. They used to have it. Long, I think it was on StubHub. They used to when you click on the seat, it would give you like, a, yep. like the the view from what the, from the seat is at, and mm-hmm. it's like I wasn't getting it. So I actually I went on YouTube and like I looked at one of these videos that somebody did like the virtual tours inside the stadium, and I'm just like looking from like the vantage point of oh, smart the section. <laughs> that I was picking. So once I picked it, I was like, okay, that might work. That'll work just fine. See, I didn't think of that. You were smart. See, I, I spent I spent a lot of money, you know, I'm probably not gonna be able to see shit. <laughs> but it, it, it's the experience. I, I'm, I'm gonna be there for the experience. So I don't care if I can Listen, listen, it, it, if nobody pulls up to the seat around me, I'm gonna hit you. So you oh, just yeah. pull up. Or if somebody leave early, then like, let me know. Nope. <laughs> Let me know, especially if it's you know before something really fire happens, then I'll get a closer you know, view. Exactly, we gonna see. Uh, next Katie, up, Katie, you got your tickets? Oh yeah, Katie. No, listen, <laughs> I gotta think about it. I'm very fucking tempted though. If it's up, then it's up, and it's up, and it's stuck. <laughs> you know what's crazy? What what was it? I think it was like around around WrestleMania time. And uh, I think like Raw was on, and Cardi started trending on Twitter because somebody name dropped her, and they was talking about oh maybe they could try to get her to like do something with WWE or something. And now she's hosting SummerSlam, like. No, that's... I think that might have been the plan for Mania, and then like I don't know something happened, maybe like, cause cause once she got worked by Lacey Evans on Twitter, 
Like Lacey That's Evans was completely in character. So I think that might have <laughs> fucked it up temporarily, but now they back. So. Yeah. And then she's out on maternity leave. So it's like, whatever you was trying to do, that ain't happening now. Sure. Works out for everybody. Uh, next quick hit. This is the last quick hit. Uh, apparently, uh, WWE is uh, looking to bring back some themed events, uh, more notably King of the Ring. And uh, apparently Raw Roulette is possibly going to be on deck. So, uh, you know what yeah. that means? What I mean, they got they got to come back to Vegas. Yeah, you can't do raw roulette nowhere else. I mean, you could in like Atlantic City or some shit, but like, nah, nah. When the last Vegas. time they did a show at Mohegan Sun, it's been a while. It's been like three years, it seems like. Yeah, I don't even remember. They could go there, but <laughs> yeah, come to Vegas, man. It, it, it only makes sense, you know, yeah, raw, raw after SummerSlam. I can go there. I don't know if any games are scheduled at the time, but yeah. Uh, are there any themes any of you two uh, of my hosts would like for WWE to do again? Um, I don't know if this is considered a theme, but if you're going to have fans back, you could do the um, the little, what was it, the, the interactive joints where you like Cyber pick Sunday? what matches somebody get. That, that too. That too, like they definitely should. Or honestly, is what you talking about? Yeah, yeah. What, what, no, not with, not with Johnny Ace though. Leave him out of there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't need any more of that on my TV. But um, yeah, do do some more of that. Cyber Sunday honestly would have worked great in the pandemic because yeah. if you don't have fans, at least you could kind of make them feel like they're there by saying, "Hey, you guys vote on which match is going to happen tonight," and. That that's as like as close as interaction as you can get. That was that would have been smart, but you can still do it now when, when you get fans back. It that just hasn't. Too. It don't make sense to me how WWE has been really like on it with social media for the last decade, and they haven't thought to bring it back yet. <laughs> well, I remember Tout Day. I was just about to say. That. <laughs> I was like, you remember when that was like every five minutes they would bring it up. I'm very uh, proud to say that I never signed up for Tout. Me either. Me either. I, I, I didn't feel like it would be around long. I didn't think it would last as quick and be gone as quickly as it did. But yeah, I, I didn't see a long shelf life for it. But boy, I feel, I feel like, they, they, like they bought it. They had like ownership stake in it. And it just vanished. They had to because if you pushing something that hard, you definitely invested in it, and you're trying to make back what you put into it. You're trying to at least break even, and that's why they was pushing it so hard. And I don't, I, I doubt they broke even. That failed because then you had Snapchat and you had TikTok, and I think I think this was really before like people really started using Twitter like that. So it was just it was just over. There was there was no coming back after that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I need Cyber Sunday back, man. Yeah, that's the that's the only thing. And King of the Ring, you know, I, I'm listen. We we let, never mind. I, I will wait until we get to SmackDown. <laughs> um, NXT. Let's, let's talk about NXT first. Uh, anything on NXT you guys like this week? Uh, main event. Was, main event was my favorite part. Uh, Samoa Joe. Uh, being William great. Regal's enforcer, mm-hmm. 
So I, I'm I'm loving that for the long term. Like it's it's basically like when Stone Cold was sheriff of Monday Night Raw, <laughs> and Linda McMahon was like, "You can't touch anybody unless physically provoked." Yep. And then like whenever Austin was physically provoked, like I don't remember <laughs> who it was, but somebody like basically just like patted <laughs> patted Stone Cold on the shoulder, and then Austin looked at his shoulder. It was like physically mm. provoked me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's basically oh. what happened with Samoa Joe, like Adam Cole, like brushed him aside, and Joe oh, choked that boy. Up. <laughs> he choked my man. I said, when he wakes up, tell him Mr. Regal expects his decision. <laughs> oh, like I, I needed, I needed all of that, bro. Yeah, so next week we got a uh, Kyle O'Reilly versus Kushida for the Cruiserweight Championship. I think it's for the championship. I don't. No, no, it's not. It's not. No, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly said they, um, he didn't care about the title. He just want to face. Yeah, because um, because Regal want them to to face to pick somebody to face because they're gonna they're gonna face each other at Great American Bash, but he wants them to pick somebody to face for each of them to face next week. So Kyle choose Kushida. I don't think Adam Cole chose this person yet, though. No, nah, he hasn't yet. But that <laughs> just waking up. Yeah, he probably, probably. just woke up. <laughs> Like he never dealt no dealt with nobody like Samoa Joe down there in NXT. Yeah, what he I'm hoping to, is like you to them Johnny Gargano's and stuff. Like well, you still yeah. ain't got your, your your fair one with Drew McIntyre yet, which I'm, I'm I'll still want them to run that one because I didn't forget. It's been four years and I ain't forgot yet. That's how that's how we came in. Yeah, but um, yeah, like what I'm hoping is that like. They quietly cleared Samoa Joe. They just don't don't tell nobody. I don't want to read about it. It's quietly clear Samoa Joe. And then one of these days when somebody really provokes him, he was just like, all right, take over, come. We squaring up. And I'm hoping it's cross. Oh, yeah. Because I was they feeling already that. already planted the seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Shout out to William Regal, too, man, because he, he had me for a second. <laughs> I, really, I really thought he was retiring for real. Like it seemed really genuine. Everything he was doing. That guy's a great actor. Yeah, he can't. He can't do that. He can't leave. Carrie and Cross basically called him a little bitch, right? <laughs> and this Samo, Samo Joe, Samo Joe straight punked him. Yeah. Said, "Why are you still in the ring, bro?" Like, you know what that motherfucker did? He left. <laughs> him in front of his woman. In front of his chick. Crazy. <laughs> Cross my dude. He went outside right there. He did. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he yeah, didn't say but, nothing. Yeah, and that, that main event, Timothy Thatcher, Tommaso Champa versus Grizzled Young Veterans. You knew that was going to slap. You knew it was oh, going yeah. to. That was going crazy. I just thought GYV should probably have won because I don't give a fuck about them. At this I, just, I, I just accepted that they was going to win because... It's like why they on the same show as Imperium and they both losing all the time. I don't know. I really like at least Imperium got that heat back after they lost this week. But you know what? I got to thinking too. Imperium should have been been champs longer than they were. They really should have. They were transitional champs from the jump. Yeah, and I didn't like that. And GYV need to have a run too. Like I listen. I know. I know it's a lot of MSK fans out here, and I'm not. Knocking not the team. Uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Like may, maybe they seen the same thing. I don't know. Listen, I'm not knocking this team. They're a great team. They just are not hitting like they were 
three, four months ago. It's just not the same no more. Like the dusty, the dusty was the peak for them so far. Yeah. Ever since then, winning the belts has been like a slow trudge back downhill. Like Legato is hotter, GYV is hotter. Imperium could get a run and be hotter. They toying with Legato too. I don't like that. I hate it. Like, I I don't. I don't think they needed to win at Takeover, but I wouldn't have been mad either. Like, I don't think Bronson Reed's going to be champ for long, and you know, I don't think he's going to be in in NXT that long. Oh, if if you you heard the news, it might be shorter than you think. (laughs) Y'all seen something about uh, him crossing Scarlet? Uh, work some trial matches on SmackDown this past week, which, which which I don't get because dark matches was supposed to be for like you know getting them attuned a, a to the crowd, seeing how they look mm-hmm. in front of a live crowd. You don't have a crowd, so what are you doing dark matches for in the yeah. Thunderdome? Doesn't make sense. But they they, they they I don't know. They getting cross ready. I don't know about Bronson, but they definitely getting cross ready because. The, the the aesthetic is working for them. They could do a lot with that. And I I think we all kind of are drawing some some dream matches already. Bray White. Yeah. John Cena. Yep. I don't care how unrealistic. I want to see. I want to see him versus Brock though. Like Brock will make him look like a little kid. Yeah. Him and, him and Keith Lee got to run it back. Oh, yeah. yeah. When it, whenever Keith comes back. Yeah. I wouldn't mind him and, and Lashley. I would dig that. Like, after after Lashley done with the, you know, with being the almighty WWE champion, whenever that is, hopefully it's not too, not too, too soon. But let, whenever he's done with it, him and Cross, they got to run it. Let him keep it as long as he want it. Yeah. Him and Roman. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was NXT, or at least everything on NXT we cared about. Uh, AEW, uh, it's it just is underwhelming on Friday nights for me. Like, it's like they don't put much effort into the show. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it, it is one thing. I ain't going to say it, it, it pissed me off, but it did bother me. Um, Vicky Guerrero is having a match. Like next week, I think. Yep. Yeah, Vicky Guerrero, what? Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose versus uh, Doctor Brett Baker, DMD, and uh, and Rebel. Yep. And here, here's 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 the thing. Here's why. So, uh, Brett Baker and Rebel are having this interview backstage, and then Vicky Guerrero interrupts and is this like. Tony Khan told me I could have whatever I want because I brought Andrade El Idolo into AEW. So she books this tag match. Not the logical thing of booking Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker for the title, which would make more sense because obviously that is your end game here. No, you book a tag match with Vicky Guerrero. Stupid. I can have anything I want, and I want a title match for my client. I'm gonna just make a tag match. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, Vicky's 53. 
she's wrestled maybe like four matches. Five, yeah, about four or five matches in the time she's been in the business. She's only been in the business for what, 16 years? Yeah, and, and the reason she was in the business was very unfortunate. Yeah. Um, and then Nyla, is, is, this, is this Nyla Rose's first match back in how long? I don't know. At least on Dynamite. I don't, I don't think so. She had no. Who? She she had, she had she had a match. She had a match on Dynamite uh, Friday, I think, or it was a week before versus Layla Hirsch. Yeah, I think it was last week. I just have one question: Who was writing this TV? Tony Khan. Like <laughs> at, the same guy at, that at got least... the same guy that got Fulham regulated. Uh, excuse me, re- rele- relegated uh, to a lower tier. Uh, the same guy who uh, who works in the front office of one of the most loser franchises in the NFL. So that guy is is, is booking. I, like I, I it's, it's one thing called him Booker of the Year though. So take that for what it's worth. I'm gonna pretend you didn't just say that. Anyway, <laughs> at, did, at least uh, it's probably on his Wikipedia. So while you talking, I'm gonna go confirm it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, at least with, with with Raw, you know, I, I can I can say I, I I know where it's coming from because I've said this before. They those guys are writers for television. They're not writers for wrestling, so they don't they don't have it down pat. They just they write what looks good on TV, and they don't pay attention to the product and they don't study the product. And they don't appreciate the product. But AEW is supposed to be the the savior, the alternative, the the revolution, and this is what y'all write for your weekly TV. And this is just one example. Like there's numerous ones you could pull, but Vicky Guerrero in a in a match next week. That that's that that was smart. That was a good idea. Okay. Go to a certain. AEW commentator that'll put some butts in seats. Yeah, the butts that can't get out of seats, like in the wheelchairs. But hey, yeah, so am I the only one that cool. has a vague memory of this? I don't know if it was a joke or not, but y'all remember hearing about some fan at the first double or nothing had shit himself. I did not hear <laughs> about that. <laughs> like he, was, he was there. Did, did you did you hear about this? I heard about it like the next day. I was I was on Reddit and somebody had brought it up. I don't know if it was real or not, but it wouldn't surprise me because a lot of folks smell like they did shit themselves that whole weekend. <laughs> but uh, I, I did go and confirm on Tony Khan's Wikipedia page uh, under the awards section uh, for the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, Promoter of the Year 2019 and 2020 uh, and Best Booker of 2020. And those are the only two awards under Tony Khan's Wikipedia page. Because, you know, they're oh, this man's about to have, awards have, have won nothing ever in life. You okay, Rick? Just, <laughs> I'm just, give, me a, give me a second to myself. Jesus, this is your humble servant speaking. I just, I, I'm just coming to you as humbly as I possibly can. And I just, I'm asking you. No, I'm, I'm begging you. 
bring hell, fire, and brimstone, and burn the wrestling observer to the ground, along with David, because he does not belong here. He only serves to infuriate me, and I don't want to be on this path. I don't want to be angry no more. Just, just please, please. Old Testament, I, that's all I need. Put, put, just bring it all, all ashes to ashes, dust to dust. That's all I need, Lord. That's all I need. Thank you. Oh, Sorry. my God. I had to get that out. That it's, it's, be, it's, it's better than ranting and losing my shit. So I'm just. Yeah. I was really expecting a rant, a little disappointed. <laughs> and uh, Give it to God. Yeah, that was that was a uh, that was that. Uh, I'm kind of <laughs> running behind time here, so I'm gonna kind of continue moving on. Uh, next up, we had uh, which one we all talk about? Man, SmackDown or Raw? I had like two things on SmackDown and two this, things on Raw that I want to talk about. We can go through SmackDown real quick. All right, SmackDown. Uh, first time ever, one on one, Roman Reigns versus Rey Mysterio in the Hell in a Cell uh, for the Universal Championship. This is also the first Hell in a Cell uh, to ever be on broadcast television, over-the-air television, uh, and the first one on free television in 23 years. I think they said it was. In 1998. Uh, was not, I thought it was 97. No, no, it was 98. It was 98 because Kane, I think Kane was the was champ like for like two days. Uh, no, yeah. it wasn't that. It was, it was like Kane and it was, Mankind. It was a tag, yeah. Yeah, it was a tag team. Yeah, and Taker too. Yeah, Taker was in it. Yeah, it was, I think Austin was in it. It was like right before King of the Ring. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was uh that was fun. It was a fun little little situation. You know, Roman was was getting his ass beat the first like ten minutes, and then he he came and brought the thunder. And then uh, Mister Nobody's bitch came out and rose up Roman ten. <laughs> oh, so I, I spent thirty five dollars on a t shirt. That is <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he got you. He got you good. Somebody's bitch. Uh and and, and I'm I'm not gonna do the, the Tim Bell salute. Uh I, I just wanna I just wanna play the soundboard real quick, man. Uh, for our Royal Highness. Uh, who is no longer uh, Mr. King Corbin is, has lost his crown officially. And you know what? Long live King Corbin because he is the true king, not Shinsuke Nakamura. He's not Stop the king. What, what King of the Ring tournament did Shinsuke win? None. <laughs> he won a match. He didn't go through a series. One, one of the greatest tournament runs in WWE history, might I add. Name me a bad Baron Corbin match from that tournament. You can't. You cannot. Okay? This guy. Go back and watch the tournament, and I'm not lying to you. This guy was incredible. First and foremost, Shinsuke been the king real since king. he showed up. He's one real king. He been the king since he showed up. What was it, Who was four years ago? Five years ago? Listen, listen. Baron Corbin really, of realistically... All Realistically, rings. King of all Baron rings. Corbin, Baron Corbin <laughs> really ain't been the king since like the first couple months of 2020. That the, the gimmick, the gimmick died. Nobody, nobody was nobody this was really looking at him like no, no, no king. 
after after Roman whooped his ass all over the diamond in in the Royal Rumble that he, that that um that night, that that was it for him. He wasn't king no more. You remember like last year when Tristan Thompson was just like, I mean, we still the champs until somebody beat us. After LeBron left, and it was a fact because uh, until they weren't in the playoffs anymore, they're still the champions of the Eastern Conference. They still the kings. This so is what until we do. Somebody else wins the King of the Ring tournament. Baron this is what we do. Still the king. Baron Corbin won the King of the Ring tournament, and that whole time Wade Barrett had been the king. That's what we doing. That's how Listen. this works. He, so until the King of the Ring tournament comes back and somebody other than Baron Corbin wins it, Baron Corbin is still the king of the WWE ring. He is the king Stop. of the AEW ring. He is the king of the what? Ring of Honor ring. He is the king of the Japan <laughs> ring. He is the king of the Stardom and Shimmer rings. I know it's no. He's still the king. The fuck? Are you queen. okay? Going through something? He's the king of impact wrestling. He's the king of, of Arizona Cardinal former players. He is lost it. Fuck out of here. You have lost it, brother. You have truly lost it. Long live Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When Michael, when Michael Cole says this person is no longer something, that, that that's called finality. That is called finality. King Baron Corbin is no longer the king. I'm paraphrasing, I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he said. So if Michael Cole says it, then throughout all of perpetuity, that, that's how it goes down. It's done. Done, done. King of, King of Strong said, Style 2.0. No, he's been the king since that. he showed up. I, I can't even argue with the Michael Cole point. <laughs> I can't. Because when Michael Cole was saying the Miz was the greatest, I was the only one agreeing <laughs> with him. Uh, he, he was saying that from a, a box, a cubicle, a, l- a little square box in the side of commentary. And it looked like he could hardly breathe. didn't it. deserve to be in his presence. That's all that was. He was in there inhaling his own badass breath inside that little <laughs> box he could barely breathe in. And it, they had like three little air holes in that box too. That shit was like a little suffocating. I wonder if they let him step out of that box like during commercial breaks or something. <laughs> Like, oh, Vince is getting hot in here. I don't give a damn, Michael. <laughs> My headache is gone. Imagine if he claustrophobic. If he claustrophobic. <laughs> like, I don't care. I don't care if you vomit, piss yourself. You're going to stay right there in that box until the show is over. <laughs> That's crazy. I, remember, uh, I, I was watching this Hornswoggle interview. I think it was with Chris Van Vliet. And he was talking about how like one time he had to pee so bad up under the ring. He couldn't yeah. go. <laughs> he couldn't go to it. <laughs> he had to be under the ring until he did his stuff. I heard that. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Uh yeah. Raw. Monday night raw. And we can talk about hell in a cell and then we can end this show. You know, I want to end it quickly. You know, that way people don't have to drag out the listen to it. You feel me? Thinking of the listener. There we are. Monday night raw. Uh, Piper Niven debuted as a friend of Eva Marie. So she did not exist uh, in the last three years, apparently. Which is bullshit. Because they didn't even know who she was. Like, who is this one? Y'all, y'all hired her. 
Right. <laughs> You're talking about who is she? Just because it happens in another country don't mean it's not happening. Like you can you can say her name. Oh, that that's Piper Niven from NXT UK. UK. Oh god. How hard is that? Y'all do that with everybody else. Exactly. Yeah. It's one of those weird Vince things. Like he pick try, and choose. Listen, listen. Try that shit with Kaylee Ray. We throwing hands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, I, I will. I will be on here regretting if y'all do that with Kaylee Ray. Yep. Because you already called one. I said it last week. Kaylee Ray had the longest reigning championship of any woman in WWE history. Because we don't include sex predators on the list. Okay, we're just not mm-hmm. gonna do it. We're not gonna immortalize them. So. With that being said, Kaylee longer was number one, longer than Bailey stands, longer than Bailey, longer than Becky. Trish had it for like a year at one point too. Was it longer than Trish? She 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 lapped your favorite female wrestler. I'm just telling you that right now. Like three times over. Yeah, and on the official greatest woman in WWE, she was number forty seven or forty eight or some shit. And I had yep. an attitude about that at the time. <laughs> So like, just don't play with Kaylee Ray when the time comes. So I'm saying, uh, I think also, they put did oh, they put Tony over her? Yeah, and Tony Storm was yeah like two spots ahead. I think I didn't even finish the list. I, I got like ten more left. I need to go finish it. I forgot all about it. And they got a tag. Team I remember. I, I remember seeing that list too. Like I may have to revisit it because there I had multiple problems. We talked about it. I had multiple issues with that list. They had Gail Kim, high as fuck. She, she did barely anything. In WWE. Mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. And she wasn't even appreciative about it. You know what I'm saying? No, Multiple like issues. Multiple issues. Uh, she, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to go Let's just move on. Um, also, uh, Kofi Kingston and MVP had some more words, and uh, I'm starting to get worried. So, but I will I will let that I'm okay. continue to I'm play. okay with it. Like it's it's gonna hurt, but it's, it's it, hurt. it it always it, it always hurts. I, I think I think I think this this is a straight line to Woods getting the king of the ring. It just might involve him doing some stuff that's gonna hurt our feelings. That's okay. Yeah. 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 We will see. Uh, yeah, we will see tomorrow. I, I'm just I'm just getting worked up over it. I don't want it to happen. Like it was bad enough at the draft last year. Oh man! Listen, well, look, they, they they need a draft now. So whenever I think that's coming in, what two months? Yep. Next month. So uh, go ahead, get that out the way, because I, I didn't I didn't talk that nauseam. I don't need to say it no more. The uh, the lack of depth that you have over on the blue brain. Yeah, y'all, y'all know y'all know the conversation. I don't need to repeat myself. Being a dead horse with that one. Seven seven women. Seven. You held up, did you hold up eight fingers? He did. No. Nah. I was gonna let him slide. <laughs> no, I'm not letting him slide. He calls me out of my shit all the time. Nah. Nah, it was seven. Unfortunately, bro. Mm. It's it's I it's, believe you. It's it's something wrong with your screen. I would definitely put up seven. Nah, no, 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 If TC saw it too, there's something wrong with you. He didn't see it either. Yeah. Man, fuck you. Y'all are bugging. Y'all are bugging. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Hey, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. I never heard a sight of him before, I see. Mm-mm. Speaking of getting cooked, uh, hell 
in a cell. That was the worst transition I ever did in my life. Um, <laughs> got hell in a cell, 2021. And uh, yeah, it was hell in a cell. This is the first pay-per-view in WWE history where there were more men, more women's matches than men's. I was getting tongue-tied. We had more women's matches than men's on the entire card, Shit. including the pre-show. The pre-show, uh, I did not give a rating to. Uh, I refused to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I was I was out of the dinner anyway, but I wasn't gonna watch it because I watched it because it was on and not because I cared about. It. I didn't even know this match was happening until it happened. Uh, <laughs> we had Natalia defeated Mandy Rose, so as long as it wasn't Dana, I'm fine. <laughs> Dana Nation over here. But I, I did not give this a rating because I didn't want to give it an F. So uh, give it a zero. No, I, I gave it a not applicable. There you go. But moving <laughs> on to, to the actual uh, main card. Opening up the show for the SmackDown Women's Championship in a Hell in a Cell match. Bianca Belair defeats Bailey. And what Rick is called the easiest A plus he has ever given out. Uh, it's A plus for your boy too. Uh, I really enjoyed it, man. I, I I really love how this match has been around almost twenty four years. And this is I, this is the fourth women's match in Hell in a Cell. Uh, first one that has not featured Sasha Banks, but every single one has has been something fresh, new, like spots we've never seen before, and the women being more innovative than the men in this match the last few years has been yep. something. Yep. But yeah, that, uh, I, I really enjoyed finish. Yeah, the finish was fire. Uh, I, I enjoyed Bailey like using her previous experience from last year mm-hmm. to try to get the upper hand, which didn't work in the long run because she lost that match and uh, you know she lost this one too. Uh, she, she attempted spots that didn't work last year uh, that did not work again this year. <laughs> uh, one that that sunset flip power bomb into the cage wall was fire as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that spine buster through the kendo sticks on the outside. That spine buster was picture perfect. Bianca should add that to her arsenal more. Looked nice. like Farouk had that Farouk spine buster for real. Uh, what do you guys think of this match, man? Oh, okay. Um, it was fire, like fantastic way to start the pay-per-view. I mean, you brought it up, Bailey revisiting spots she used before, but like like taping the kind of sticks together beforehand instead of trying to on the fly. Uh, I mean, and like the KOD on the ladder. That's one of the coolest spots I've seen in a long time. So great spots like Bianca just like tying tying yeah. <laughs> Bailey's <laughs> tying her braid to Bailey's wrist and just like throwing her around the cage. Crazy. Smart. It was really good. Yeah. Well, great. No. Yeah. Um it's A plus. A plus. Very easily. Yeah, no, nah, that when that when that match is over, I, I gave I gave a nice little clap because you know I, it's crazy to think that she just showed up a little over a year ago and this progression from then all the way through now. And it's like, it's her first time in this particular match and she didn't look out of, out of place or like fresh to it. Nothing like that. All of it was, was clean. And 
for Bailey, I think we really need to start asking who's the best horsewoman who's been in the cell because she's had two. Sasha's had three. Uh, Charlotte's Bailey. had one. Uh, Becky's had one. Yeah, Becky and Charlotte both had one. Yeah. So, but but if you look at the way that Bailey has put over her opponents, it's been it's been like a whole different dynamic. Like we know Sasha Sasha didn't have to do much to put Charlotte over. She was gonna get over regardless. And the same thing with Becky. She was yeah, yeah. And Becky was the hottest star in the company at the time. For Bailey, it was like, okay, Sasha had been out of the title picture for how long? And you know, it was like her, her second run, and it's like the second time inside Hell in the Cell. And now what was you know what what was the end or third time my bad, um, but it's like she she had to overcome that that obstacle again in Bailey, and then this time this go around it's Bianca, she already kind of established herself, but it's like you putting that final stamp on that she's doing in a match she's never been in, in the midst of a, a pretty still relatively fresh title reign. When I said it, I said before it's like she needs people that really elevate her and they've been doing that. So I got to give a shout out to Bailey. Most definitely. Shout out to Bailey, A plus. Uh, next up, Seth Rollins defeats Cesaro. Uh, I'm going to get this one an A. I liked it better than the match they had on SmackDown, but not as much as the match at WrestleMania. Uh, and it was, yeah. it was cool. Seth stole the win at the end of it. Uh, does he win this feud or do they run it back one more time? Probably one more time. You gotta, you gotta have some finality. Like, make it a two out of three falls or yeah. something like that. Like, don't, mm-hmm. don't just keep overusing singles. That won't be the first time I say that particular statement. Um, but yeah, um, I'm giving it a just, just purely off the fact of the chemistry that they have, which is just, yeah. it, it's, it's so quick and controlled like the, the the seamless transitions that they have it's like, like you said nothing's gonna beat the mania match but every one of those matches have been entertaining every one of those matches has been worth watching if you're a pure wrestling fan it goes over nine times out of ten so this was good i won't mind seeing it again but you gotta give me something other than just a straight up match at this point yeah like definitely just an a all the reasons you guys were saying and they if they are running it back which they more than likely are it yeah you can't just do a singles match anymore we've had three four of them you got to do something else with them because they're both great like individually and together it's like Cesaro has this chemistry of certain people like he had with Sheamus and I feel like it's kind of like the same with Seth Rollins they kind of just click and make shit happen I would say this one might have justified the sale if they were going to do it. Yeah. It was cool. It was, it was fine how it was. So Seth Rollins needs to get some more respect put on his name. He's been absolutely killing yeah. it the last like, yeah. two, three yeah. years. And I don't think he gets enough credit for it. Never. And he unblocked me on Twitter, too. I don't, I don't <laughs> remember when. But. When did Seth block? You know what? Seth, he, he blocked me like 2015. What'd you do? Um, yeah, it, it was it was like one of his old ex-girlfriends. They said it was a neo-Nazi. And I was like, it was just like, hey, that's not cool, Seth. And then he blocked me. But he unblocked me. So we good. 
Oh man, you antagonizing these people, man. I don't do it on purpose. Sometimes <laughs> I do. But, uh, next match, Alexa Bliss defeats Shayna Baszler. Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one a C, which uh, it would have had a D, but I, all right. So before the match even started, it was not gonna get anything higher than a B because I seen side nigga Reggie had came down the ringside, and I wasn't rocking with that. Uh, but he got the shit slapped out of him by a possessed Nia Jax, and they gained a letter back with me because I enjoyed it. Uh, the match itself, though, was, uh, it was a little lackluster. It was whatever. Uh, I gave it a C, like I said. Uh, all parties involved uh, can and should move on uh, away from this. I don't even care about Shayna getting her heat back. I don't, I don't, I don't care. This, this is going to get me some heat with Matt, but I'm giving it a C minus. I don't, I, I love the match. Let me be clear. The match was great. And I'm, I'm even okay with Shayna losing because like I said, if this is, you know, the, the catalyst for us finally splitting this whole thing with her and Nia Jax, then that's all the better. Expedite that process. Come out of this. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let, let's speed that up and let's make it happen. For Alexa, I uh, this is not what I pictured. Like, I, I, I'm cool with the whole, you know, the, the, the whole supernatural aspect of her character and stuff like that. That's cool. But the possessed thing has been done to death many times over from different characters, from different wrestlers. I thought we were going to see something different when she decided to go down this dark path and with Lily and all this other stuff, the little doll, I'm thinking like we're gonna see some sort of embodiment of that, or there's gonna be some monster around the corner. She's gonna have some costume of her own. This is like there's hokey and there's bad hokey. This ain't quite bad hokey, but it's getting there. You know, like this, there's got to be something more than just oh, you can control people's minds. You know, it's like it's just it's not raising up to what my where my creativity was taking it. So I mean, maybe this maybe this goes somewhere further. Maybe it doesn't. But for right now, I'm just I'm not hating it, but I'm not loving. It. I'm just meh. Like it, it is yeah. what it is. Yeah, I mean the match was fine. The like possession thing. Yeah, they they could have done. Opposite. I did like the match, but I like the possession stuff. Yeah, I I don't really have like an issue with the possession stuff. It's more sort of like, like Greg was saying, they could have done a lot more with this, and th- this is where they're going with it. I don't, I don't know. I'm just gonna give it a C. I guess. Uh, I, don't know. I honestly, I almost bumped it up after Nia slapped the shit out of Reggie because that, I that gave that gave, like that gave me a solid pop. I was like, damn, <laughs> because it was loud as hell. And, and her timing with Alexa was on. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay. In sync and everything. I like that. I appreciate that. It must have been working on that. <laughs> I can appreciate it. Uh, next up, uh, we had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And uh, for some reason, I just felt like Sami Zayn would win this match. Uh, he was due one. And he did. So I, I enjoyed uh, I like when these two face each other, though, because every single time they don't hold back. They beat the shit out of each other every single time they have a match mm-hmm. against each other. Uh, and I'm going to give this a B plus, man. Sami Zayn needed that win. 
I'm glad he got it. I don't know what's next for him or Kevin Owens, but we'll see. I say that every time. I don't know what's next after they're <laughs> done feuding. I never know what they can do next. Uh, I'm giving it a B. And this is the second time where I'm going to say said statement. You got to give me something other than a singles. Now, this is the end. This could have been yeah, exactly. It, this is now. This is the end of the feud. Then I won't say shit at all. But if you go back over since the time they were in NXT, they've had about what three, four matches. They've all been single. There, there wasn't there wasn't a street fight. There wasn't a cage match. There wasn't a hell in a cell. It was just straight up one on one. Certain guys, their rivalries get to be strong enough where they need a new match to tell a different story. So if this isn't over then you need another match to tell a different story and give it some finality. Same thing with, with Cesaro and Seth. Now, like I said, if it's over, then... And that's Reek's word of the day. Today. For finality? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's true. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I would be okay if it, if it ends on that note. I mean, Kev, Kevin's not going to be too hurt from that. He could take that loss. And Sammy kind of, like you said, kind of Sammy kind of needed that for the profile at this point because he's just been a conspiracy theorist crazy person who keeps losing his matches so now that he got a win now we can you know kind of start bumping him up a little bit but um it was still a good match like you said you know they they really let each other have the best friends have the hardest hitting matches because they yep. that, that there's a there's a good yep. level of trust between the two of them so they're never exactly they're never going to under deliver so yeah solid match i i'll I give them a b yeah i mean i'm gonna give it a b plus as Every match they have, just the two of them, is great. I mean, I think it was Battleground, whenever yep. the fuck that was. That match was probably my favorite of the two of them. It's just, it's, it's like, because they've been friends for like 20 years. They have this chemistry. They will beat the shit out of each other regardless of the match. Whether they're, it's like a f- fucking ladder match with uh, eight other people in it. They will still find a way to beat the shit out of each other. And exactly. So it's just shit like that. Well, I'll always give it like a good grade. But yeah, if this is actually the end, that's fine. I mean, granted, they'll probably feud again in like a year or two because they always do. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, B for now, B plus. I mean, yeah. Also, I kind of prefer it when Kevin is like the the menacing heel and Sammy's like the. The baby face. I like I like the, you know the dynamic switching is cool, but mm-hmm. I I thought it was always better when like th- th- there's no way to kind of replicate that feeling when KO trashed his best friend after he had just won his world title. Yeah. Like you can't that th- th- that doesn't nothing else really compares to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a real quick fact check. Uh, they they've had one non regular uh, match one on one. They had a no DQ match on Raw. In uh, March 2017. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that either. <laughs> it was in Philly. Hey, there you go. Wasn't that when KL was Universal Champ? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't remember. I don't. Ones. I don't know. I don't remember when Fastlane was that year. So he might have still had the belt at the time. Hmm. Let me go. Double check that, and we can move on to the next match. I think, I think, I think Fastlane was like, it was, it was that month. Yeah, it was definitely that month. Uh, it was, it was weeks before, so it was like two, okay. two three weeks before that. 
So he wasn't champ. Yeah. So I definitely should have. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Next match for the Raw Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair uh, defeats defeats Rhea Ripley by disqualification. Yeah. I was was expecting Charlotte to win, but not that way, but. uh, I just don't know how it was a DQ. Like, I don't, I still yeah, don't, I, I, don't I don't know what happened, but uh, the match itself, I, I'm gonna have to go run it back and see what happened because I just, I just, I was confused. Uh, but the match itself, it gets a B for me. Uh, it was a hard hit match, these two have amazing chemistry, and uh, they were out there. Bumping meat. <laughs> uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, Rhea Ripley got DQ'd on purpose, and like we said, I was so confused about it, but we're gonna reevaluate it. Uh, and, and I don't really mind whatever they were going for here as long as they continue this and Rhea Ripley eventually gets a clean win over Charlotte Flair. Like, she needs a clean win over Charlotte Flair. Yeah, she does. And I'm also just sick of seeing Charlotte in the service. picture, but... Also, but... I was, I was so close to giving it an A. I was so close to giving it an A, and then that, that, that screwball-ass finish... Just, just suck the air right out of me. And, and on one hand, I get it because now I guess I guess they're trying to tell this whole narrative that you know Rhea's kind of picking up on Charlotte's playbook as a heel. Which let's not let's not go down that road because Rhea has her own thing. It's been working for her. Stop, stop trying to change this woman. I don't know why you all keep trying to do that. But no, like the, the, the match was really it wasn't Mania thirty six, but. It was a damn good match, and because like I said, I was close to giving it an A, but yeah, there needs to be there needs to be a solid clean win if you really want to make this ring work. Because I thought she would have dropped the belt by now. Like I was, I would wouldn't have been shocked if Charlotte had won either. So if you're gonna make this title run last, she's got a Oscar beating Oscar clean isn't gonna do it because y'all acted like you didn't know what you had with Oscar for almost a year. So that that doesn't hit nearly as much as it should have. Charlotte would be the big fish. Now, if you're going to table that till SummerSlam, fine. But uh, at some point, it needs to happen. Because I've never been too big on this title run. So B minus. Yeah, I mean, personally, I'm just sick of seeing Charlotte in the title picture. Reek knows this. I've said it too many times. You have other women who are capable of being in the title picture. You're just choosing not to use them. Like Naomi. What has she been doing? Nothing. That's why why I wanted Alexa and Lily to go after Charlotte to begin with. Mm -hmm. Same, honestly. Especially Um, if, uh, like, I'm sorry to interject. No, go ahead. Especially if she is possessed by the fiend, they could have had that same, I probably wouldn't have worked with Alexa Bliss, but do it like you did with the Funhouse. The whole reason, the whole motive for uh, the fiend going after John Cena was because of just the, the, the politics basically. And you can, you can do that in kayfabe with Charlie Flair as well. I don't know if there was any legit politics, but definitely some kayfabe politics because Vince McMahon just comes out there and just puts Charlotte in these WrestleMania main events like it's nothing. Stupid. So you could have did something like that. I'm sorry to interrupt. Continue. No, it's okay. 
I was about to go on a rant, so I'm glad you did. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, their chemistry is fine. I mean, I think think what really just, like, drops it down is Charlotte still being in the fucking title picture. It actually infuriates me. So I'm just going to give it a B-. minus. That finish was stupid. Like, I get it. You're trying to make Rhea understand charlotte so she's gonna get dq'd but it was fucking pointless and i still don't know how it's a dq she could have she could have hit her with a chair anything with the ring bell like i i, I know I, I'm, I'm gonna go back and start looking now after this but i know i've seen people get hit with that and never nobody rang the bell yeah like it's some it bullshit the, the table piece yeah oh. i know i've seen that at some point like I think even Matt, if they just like tweeted it, you can bounce their head off it. Why can't you just throw it at them? Yeah, I don't even like, know if that's actually what happened. I think I looked down and then the bell was wrong. That's yeah, exactly no, like, what happened with me. Like I just I, look up and they're just like it's over. Yeah, I'm like, like I, I've definitely yeah. seen somebody that just like pull it up and just throw it. That yeah. wasn't a DQ. This is some bullshit. We're gonna have to do I'm our mad. research. Like you got you got real looking real chicken shit for that. I don't. Hey. I don't like yeah. Uh, in our main event, <laughs> the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley defeats Drew McIntyre. And uh, I'm just going to bring this in here because Drew McIntyre, he had one more chance at the WWE championship. <laughs> he has no more chances anymore. It's done and over with. My guy can get to the back of the line. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Happens to the best of us. You know, maybe one day the reign of the almighty WWE champion Bobby Lashley will end and Drew McIntyre can challenge for it again. But until then, he cannot. Oh, man. (laughs) This match itself, championship match in Hell in a Cell, I'm giving it an A. Uh, a plus for Almighty. Uh, yeah, this is the best match they've had. I think. Yep. Like, out yeah. of all their matches, this has been my my favorite one so far. Uh, I don't care how long it was. Uh, I knew what time it was when the ref went down. I didn't know Chad Patton still referee for the WWE. I swear <laughs> I haven't heard that name since I was in high school. So that was cool. I know. Cool uh, yeah. I, only thing I didn't like about the match was. The way they involve MVP, like I, I thought it maybe could have had some better execution. Like they just locked this man in the cage. Like was it so? Like was it was it like a, a you know like a guideline for Hell in a Cell that they gotta put the cage door back on after a certain amount of time? Like is that what happened? I don't know, uh, but I'm not gonna nitpick on it too much. Uh, but I, I'm glad to see the champ retain. Uh, we can kind of circle back to one of our original topics uh, here today. Is, is Brock Lesnar like next up on deck, like to to maybe possibly in the ring? I don't want to see that, but I do want to see the match. I do know Kofi is probably a good choice to wait, and then we can end up getting disappointed at Money in the Bank, the first pay per view with fans. Uh, <laughs> that could be something. Yeah, I need it. I need it. That's what do you guys think of the match? So, first and foremost, before I even get to 
the the grade. Who the hell is living under the ring and just <laughs> reaching out to, to to move shit around? Oh, what was that about? I just seen a hand <laughs> pushing like Drew out the way. I was like, what the somebody I, under the ring? I ain't never been so confused and disturbed in all my life. Like this is just reaching out and moving like I think that the, the, the table once it was broke was moving that aside like was it the ref that got knocked down yeah that's what I thought like I don't I don't know that, that, that was freaky and I it's like I thought it was just me for a second then I saw it down Twitter everybody was commenting on it so I'm like okay all right. I thought I was just seeing shit and then I see in the in a group chat somebody yeah. was like is somebody under the ring I was like bro I swear I thought I was tripping like I saw, I saw that, and I saw the drone for the first time too. Like typically, you don't see on camera, but um, yeah, I'm 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 docking this a grade because of that damn finish. Uh, it's oh, getting yeah, the B plus. special. Yeah, I, I don't. You don't. You don't finish a hell in a cell like that. I'm sorry. Like this is this is Drew's supposed to be going out like a G. All right, this is this is the last chance. He can't get any more shots. But don't that make it more against... disappointing? Like that's how you lost. And you can't challenge for it ever again, and that's how you lost. Like, don't that add to it a little bit? It do was just like for Lashley, no. Yeah, not for Lashley, but it's just like it's another thing. It's it's that's been Lashley's toughest opponent this whole time. Like he was he was the only person that beat him in a whole year span for the longest. So I can I can see where you know he he gonna do whatever it takes and if he gotta win that way he gotta win that way he still won at the end of the uh, like he did he didn't have to put him in like the hurt lock again choking him out he could have hit the spear or something like that I just I I I hate you had because it was it was I tell you, I was about to give it an A plus but then you had that finish I'm like I got I got to dock you I, I got to dock you because the match was the right thing. The ma- well, yeah, yeah, that like uh, everything was clicking, but it's like, listen, that match was great. I didn't, I didn't really have a lot of faults for it. Like, I, honestly, I was laughing when MVP got locked in the cage, and I'm like, yeah, now you, night, you know, you done fucked up. But um, no, like everything was hitting. Like they, they really, I think, it, it's crazy because when you have these these gimmick pay-per-views every year so it's like you know you're gonna get two hell in the cells in the same night it's gonna get dry after a while so you gotta find another way you gotta up the intensity up the perverse element so to speak because like the, what randy did with jeff with the screwdriver in his ear and him jumping off the, the top of the cage stuff like that it, there's gotta be you know you got to up it a little bit. So they really did that. They really did. Look at Drew, his back and his chest afterwards. It's like they really beat the shit out of each other, which has been what they've been doing for for the the whole duration of the rivalry. So like this was, there was a fitting ending. I just didn't like the actual finish. Everything else was great. I mean, I'm giving an A plus. Uh, Match was fucking awesome it was i mean like you said look at drew's back that that alone i jesus but like throwing bobby lashley in the cage that was smart like using the cane those little things they were doing made sense and the fact that you're not gonna have mcintyre in the title picture anymore i think that's smart 
the majority of the pandemic era, he was in the title picture or champion. So give him a break. Have him step away. Have him go after fucking Sheamus for the U.S. title. Like that, they beat the shit out of each other how many times already? Let him do it again. And this will be the only reason I want Brock Lesnar back in a wrestling ring is him versus Lashley. I can't stand Brock. But him versus Lashley would be fucking awesome. So. Big meaty man slapping me. I need it. I need all of that. Facts, man. Uh, final thoughts on Hell in a Cell. One of the better ones they made, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't severely disappointed for once. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if this is, is true for any other years, but uh, we've had three Hell in a Cell matches this year. And uh, in those three matches, a competitor from the three matches last year were each of the three matches and the same result happened. Roman Reigns wins his, uh, Bailey loses hers, Drew McIntyre loses his. Damn. Oh, wow. That is true. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> a little bit of irony there. Uh, Hell in a Cell, Young Kings Yeesh. Wrestling. Got through another one, guys. We, we, we inching closer to 100. So can't wait, man. Got something special coming for y'all. Uh, plus, could be some, could be something very special, but you know, we'll, we'll we'll see how things develop. In Stop! Time. Stop! Somebody plug me socials. Go, go ahead. What you go ahead? Me? Oh, yeah, you, you got you got new stuff coming. Oh yeah, we're finally coming back. Yeah. Took fucking long enough. Um. The recap is coming back June 27th. I probably should have wrote this down. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, June 27th. That's next and week. And then that is next week. That's next Sunday. Um, I don't know if it'll be live or anything. That's Kyle and RN's thing. Um, but my show, the Sheely Showcase, will be Thursday, July 1st at 9 on twitch.tv slash podcast. So come check it out. Um, I have no idea what we're really doing yet. I'm still figuring it out with Savannah. But yeah, I mean, follow us on Twitter at SmackDrawPodcast, I think. I don't know, Kyle trying to get a new Twitter handle. That's a mess. Uh, and then you can just follow me <laughs> at KatieRasslin13, W-R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Yeah, that's it. Hmm. Y'all can find me at Recafe24 on Instagram and on Twitter. Also, go check out the Havoc Hour wherever you listen to your podcast on streaming platforms. I'm thinking I'm going to shoot another episode tomorrow because, you know, we got the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals locked up. Uh, PFL is coming back in action this week. Folks let the Clippers get to the Conference Finals. Listen, man, I I got I got nothing. I got nothing. After the after Brooklyn went down, I'm yeah, just Rudy like Gogurt. Ugh. I, I hope this is the end of Ben Simmons in Philly. I yeah. just it, it's it's a lot, man. It's a lot. Like we don't we ain't getting no Braun, we ain't getting no Steph, we ain't getting no KD. Like I I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know who even to, to to watch in these finals at this point when we get there. But uh, yeah, I'm a I'm probably gonna shoot that tomorrow. So we gonna we gonna, we gonna chat about it. But go check that out. Check out the Havoc Hour. And uh, this is the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us on social media at YK Wrestling or on Instagram at YK Wrestling underscore. 
uh, want to give a shout out to EC3, man. He uh, he is a, I think he might have topped the list of coolest wrestlers I ever met. Met this guy uh, at the mall yesterday, and uh, he was doing a meet and greet. I had no idea about it, but uh, he he did some shows in Vegas this weekend, and uh, I don't know how that went, so I'm gonna go look up the results uh, for that. But yeah, shout out to EC3, cool guy, the essential character. Facts. Big facts. I'm CC Fontaine. Joined by Katie <laughs> Wrestling and Wreak Havoc. This is the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. We are out of here. Gone. Yeah, I wasn't ready. I, I thought I thought it would be a little bit longer. Gone. <laughs>